0: Hello and uh, welcome to Opportunity Odessa, the podcast of the Odessa Development Corporations where uh, we hear about great things going on in Odessa and Ector County and uh, we are on Twitter and Facebook and all of the social media you can follow us at Odessa Develop. and uh, we hope you uh, can click on that and listen to our past podcasts, our current podcasts and our uh, future podcasts. We are honored to have uh, Judge, County Judge Debbie Hayes with us today to talk about Hector County to talk about uh all of all of the things going on in the county but uh the big picture of what's going on in uh our community and uh, your role as leader in our community so welcome today Debbie thanks for being here
1: well thanks Wesley for inviting me and having me on your podcast I'm excited to be
0: here well it's our pleasure and we hope that uh this is uh, uh something that you enjoy it's usually fairly light we keep it we keep it positive so but again thank you for being here and uh, first of all let's just start, start off and you know your first term as county judge you're halfway through basically right the first term and uh, has it been everything you've uh, thought it would be or different or more than you thought it would be?
1: Well, let's, let's just say that um, I didn't when <clears throat> I was running I didn't anticipate coming into office to a um, shortage of housing incomplete infrastructure, mm-hmm. then the turnaround of a downward economy, a mass shooting, COVID, and now the possibility of illegal immigrants being housed in our county. Yeah. So that wasn't what exactly what you pictured,
0: <laughs> <It's a laughs>
1: I, lot. I'm, su- I'm sure that a lot of people, um, looking into their crystal ball for the last two and a half years didn't anticipate everything that uh, our other leaders have had to face along with um, elected officials so you know it it has been a roller coaster
0: yeah it makes it uh, challenging first off to you know, people don't really understand county government, I'll be honest with you. You know, they don't understand every two weeks you're going to meet, you're going to talk about, and uh, you all make every decision pretty much that's going on in the county as far as uh, uh, expenditures for a lot of the departments, most of the departments. And then there's the issue of other elected officials in the county that really only answer to the voters. So there's a lot of things that happen that a lot of folks may think the county judge and the commissioners are in charge of, but actually the responsibility of someone else that's elected by the voters and uh, those complicate things, make things interesting. But you've kind of got a, a large role of uh, overseeing all the county departments, but also uh, public safety and uh, law enforcement and uh, the youth uh, detention center. I mean, all these things that go into your uh, role as county judge that you have to depend on so many teams trying to work together.
1: Yeah, and it is, it is a challenge. Um, you know, one of the biggest challenges was that when we were going into COVID in a downward economy was asking department heads and elected officials to try to cut back on their expenditures because that at that moment in time we didn't know how long COVID was going to last and we surely didn't anticipate it lasting over a year and during right in the middle of it we had to put together and prepare a budget And so you're trying to predict what that cash revenue is going to be when you know that your court systems have completely shut down so that fee income is not coming in while your expenses are going up because if you're not moving cases then you have more inmates that are being housed at the jail facility which increases um, a lot of your mandated Mm costs that come from the legislature like you have to provide them indigent defense you have to provide them medical treatment whether that's dental optical optical um, dialysis if an inmate is diagnosed with cancer while they've been incarcerated, you now have to provide that as well. So, those are tax dollars that are being spent that you budget a dollar amount, but you're also budgeting that there's um, inmates that are also leaving your system and going to other facilities that are federal crimes that are not being moved because of COVID. So they're having to stay in your actual... um, jail longer, which incurs more expense. So that was very, very challenging. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Well, the COVID sort of took everybody by surprise. A lot, a lot of things just, we, we just hit a, we hit a lot of, a lot of bad at once. The COVID oil and gas economy just going in the tank and, uh, you know, it it impacted everyone personally and professionally in a lot of levels, but then the taxing entities and county in particular, uh, really having to make those adjustments in a budget that was right in the middle of all of this so you've done great 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 work great job well, Thank uh, you. halfway through this this budget cycle about to have to start this all up again right I mean it's just this uh, never-ending cycle and uh, the numbers really aren't that much better uh, at this point uh, sales tax different things like property taxes are down so continue to be challenging
1: and, and it will be and, and so what you have to do is you have to look at a bigger picture um, you have to look at how can you increase that revenue at a faster rate than mm-hmm. what that rate was during COVID or before COVID so that you can catch yourself back up um, so those are things that we're looking at. We're looking at the se- sales tax dollars being, uh, are coming up a little <clears> bit <throat> more than what we anticipated. We were very fortunate that in 2019, when we started collecting sales tax dollars, that, um, that was, they were not being used in that year's budget. So, we do have some CUSH money kind of set aside so that we can uh, fall back on because I kind of come from the school of Dame Ramsey. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't spend it all. You make sure that what you are spending is not necessarily what you uh, want, but what are your needs? What do you need? And there are certain needs that the county does need uh, regardless of big uh, vision that you might have because you want them to have bigger and better things but there are needs that you have to uh, focus on and some of those needs are a youth center Um, while we've gone through COVID and um, our youth crime has increased um, the last thing I want to read about again is a 16 year old who um, shoots a 14 year old Mm-hmm. You know, that, that that's, that's not what you want to read. You want better for our youth. Right. You want our youth to be able to learn a different lifestyle than a life of crime that they've been around. Um, we have determined that there are a lot of the kids that have, were in our youth center years ago are now in, in our jail. And so it's a cycle that I feel like as our community and as a leader, we should find solutions to break that cycle of life and not just turn the cheek and go that's just the way it's always been in our community right. because i don't like that answer yeah. i want better for our kids i want better for our community and i want our 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 kids to feel safe on our streets
0: and you know Speaking of safety and speaking of future and I'd love to hear, uh, you know, we, we like to hear a little bit about your goals and uh, things that you do see coming up on the horizon that, that you are you think you're going to be able to to work through even in this current situation because, you know, I'm kind of one of those ones that kind of light at the end of the tunnel and uh, glasses half full hopefully and uh, I think we're almost turning a corner here and we're really heading in some good directions. So do you agree with that? Do you think you think our future is is still pretty bright
1: no I, I think our future is is definitely bright I think the light is is glowing at the end and if everybody will just stay focused on that and moving in a forward direction I think it's moving forward I mean you can see it around our loop with all the construction mm-hmm. you know individuals will complain about um, the construction around the loop and for me it, it, it's like don't don't complain that's progress <clears throat> that's us moving forward um, the the new exchange is going to be at 87th and Andrews Highway because of all the construction in Beatboat. you know, before you'd have cars that would flood right there by that 7-Eleven. Now it's going to be leveled out. Um, there were, we've lost five individuals at that intersection. So that was a, that was, that was a need. That wasn't just a want, that was a need that we needed to help save lives. And that's what we need to be doing with our infrastructure and roads. You know, one of the things like the, the juvenile center, that's a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, right now, what's, um, really has come to the commissioners court attention is the current library you know the library was on the last agenda of what to do with the library and the library um, for me um, is is a, ne- is a necessity even though a lot of people use internet to try to do um, searches instead of the library or they use books on audio the library serves a lot of different functions it's a place for uh, mothers and and their children to come that don't have internet. So we know that broadband is uh, not accessible on the west side of town in a lot of areas, so there's a lot of those families that use the library. So you have to ask yourself, do we want to put millions of dollars into the library and give it a a, a facelift? Right now when you walk into it, when you leave uh, Midland County and you smell their sewer system, That's what it smells like when you walk in your current Ector County library every day. That's what it smells like because the sewer system inside that building, the piping is so old. Mm -hmm. So it leaks, it leaks a gas that causes that smell. So is that what we wanna do? Or do we want to relocate the library where it's closer to the Marriott, where it's a family attraction, um, to where it brings us into the 21st century so that it's not just a, a book facility, it's actually a teaching facility that will actually maybe have um, films that will teach our children about the Constitution, about the Bill of Rights, mm-hmm. that will teach them why it's important to exercise and watch their health and uh, what they eat. Um, it will teach them about astrology. So are those things that we really want for our community is that when you see them leave the Marriott it's a mom and a dad and two kids and they're walking to a family attraction that's now your community library Mm -hmm. so yes do I look and think that the light's brighter at the end yeah sometimes I I get so excited that I think so far outside the box because I want better for this community
0: well and all of that is wonderful and I think that's a a true picture of the vision that we have and uh, what what we all want for our community but it it takes so much to get there it takes planning and it takes leadership and it takes those goals and uh, I think we've we've had a great conversation uh, about the county and want to bring you back later possibly and get an update on hey we're maybe we're through the COVID and now we're through some of this stuff and now we're moving in there's a plan for the library and that sort of thing so I want to wrap this up today and just uh, again say thank you to County Judge Debbie Hayes for her time and uh, this takes a lot of effort a lot of time a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of work to be an elected official in general but County Judge is a full-time position Uh, full-time working every day, and we appreciate what you do for Ector County, what you do for Odessa, and I appreciate your time today on this podcast.
1: Well, thank you again for having me. I look forward to our second podcast.
0: Stay with us. We'll we'll be back in uh, maybe six months or so. We'll come back and have another podcast and uh, hear about the great things moving forward in Ector County. And I just thank you so much again and uh, hope you uh, enjoy today's podcast and uh, follow us on all the social media at Odessa Develop. And uh, make sure you listen to this one of County Judge Debbie Hayes. It's a great time. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you. Thanks for listening to us today on Opportunity Odessa. And to find out more about the Odessa Development Corporation and economic development in Odessa, Texas, follow us on Twitter at Odessa Develop or like us on Facebook at Odessa Development Corporation.